Ladies and gentlemen, bronies and pegasisters of the internet, thank you for tuning in, logging in, and logging the fuck out of your life and checking out what's going on on our little timeline, our little time feed over here on Extremely Internet, a podcast about internet culture, about internet history, about internet stories that maybe you've heard of, but you didn't know went this fucking deep with two fingers. And... The person who's diving deep for us every week, uh, I'm your host, of course, uh, writer, comedian, um, uh, cherubic-faced uh, icon, Kyle <laughs> Anderson, uh, joined as always by the deep diver himself. Mitch Holloman, comedian, uh, Mitch Holloman. Yes, he is a Mitch Holloman and a comedian, uh, and we're also joined by the heartbroken heiress herself. <laughs> Gracie Todd. Comedian lover. <laughs> <laughs> lover of the arts. But always a mommy first. <laughs> mommy first, lover second, <laughs> comedian third, <laughs> Gracie Todd fourth. <laughs> oh, man. All right. We're, we're, we're going to strap you guys in for another awesome episode. Uh, what, what's great is people, when they click on these episodes, they realized they know what they're about. We don't. <laughs> Gracie and I don't. We but have the no person, idea. Yeah, the person who clicked on this no. episode is like, oh, this is about how the internet hates goats or something. <laughs> we don't know. I thought you guys didn't know. This story is about how the internet hates goats. Oh, they fucking hate those fuckers, dude. Um, uh, God, today's story is... <laughs> today's story I've like debated with about it's whether or not... We can do it, but so we're doing it. We're doing it. So this is a this is a, this, this is, is our spicy. <laughs> okay. This is one Mitch had a moral quandary okay. over. <laughs> this is spicy. This is fucking spicy. I also want it like, noted that uh, people have reached out to me and told me that they really like what I'm mean to Emma on the podcast. Uh, two people who don't know Emma <laughs> so have, told, have told me that. Uh, so they the, were both Emma. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know herself. Uh, so the reason that I'm so... Uh, we, we don't even have Emma here today. Um, and I think that speaks for itself. She didn't even show up to work as our producer. Uh, so this She is, has one job. She has one job and she's not here for it. So, you know, whatever. She's a sister first. She cut her hair off and cut us out of our la- her life. <laughs> her commitments only lasted in the last two inches of her hair. <laughs> Um, Gags that no one will get as they don't know she just got her hair cut. I feel like you could infer. I feel like you got like it Most now, people though. got okay, it. Okay, but if your joke requires context clues. All right, <laughs> listen. Emma is Mitch's uh, betrothed, his beloved. His lover. <laughs> his lover. His lobster. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and um, she just got a haircut. So now uh, rewind this podcast about 40 seconds and then you'll be just dying. <laughs> I hit my elbow. Gracie hit her elbow on a couch that's soft. <laughs> it still hurts. <laughs> like your heart. I'm good. I like my heart. I don't know if you guys know the story, but here's the full story. I got my heart broken. Uh, last night, Gracie, nope. Gracie nope. went dancing. No. Nope. I won't mention anything. No, nope. don't. Leave okay. alone. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> 
Nish don't. Nish, I won't cry. She's a heartbroken woman. <laughs> I'm a heartbroken woman. I wouldn't dare step on the toes of a heartbroken woman. <laughs> Uh, so, Mitch, you, you had a lot of moral quandary over whether or not to <laughs> unleash this story on uh, us fuckers. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm i just going to do it. Do it. Yeah. You know I had to do it to him. You know you had to do it to him. Um, <laughs> I've now, been talking that voice a whole, today's whole story. Episode. Today's story does require like a little bit of uh, background. So we're going to start off with a little bit of info about Liberia. Yeah, yay! Every listener, yay! A guy knows where the Liberia is located? <laughs> Liberia? I hardly know. I hardly know. <laughs> oh, I can't even go there, man. I don't have my Liberia card. <laughs> I can already tell Kyle and I are on one I, today. I, I hate to play the Liberia card this early in hey, the podcast. Hey, so like, what's your sign? Are you a Sagittarius or a Liberia? <laughs> uh, can we just let sleeping Liberias lie, please? <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I'm the lie. No, I'm not. No, uh, no, the Liberia on bruh. the pot. It's a liability. Bro, this Kush got me Hiberia. You feel me? <laughs> okay, we so I feel like, I feel you like, guys. I think we milked everything we could. I feel out of like Liberia. we know a lot about Liberia. Clearly, <laughs> all those jokes weren't just about what it sounds like. Those weren't all homophone jokes. Now, along with hey, Ethiopia, you're homophonic. Okay. I oh, I hate when I homophone it in. <laughs> I gave you guys four words. <laughs> and this is what you did with them. <laughs> We're the worst. I hate us so much. This is why my man left me for another woman. <laughs> Along with Ethiopia, Liberia is the only African country without roots in European colonization. It was founded and colonized by freed American slaves in the early 1820s. Cool. That's actually, I mean, I mean, they still got colonized, which isn't the best, but like at least they didn't get like majorly fucked. Well, right? but no, they didn't. They didn't get uh, like colonized. Like colonized, I, I guess they they were. It was slaves were freed, and then. I don't know if they chose to go to Africa. That's a wild, like, as a freed slave, for your first thing to be, like, gonna go to Africa and fucking colonize, I guess, is a wild idea. Yeah. But I guess, hey, you do what you what happened. Yeah. Uh, in 1980, uh, Samuel Doe, they all have hilarious names. Yeah. Samuel, all, Sam, Samuel Doe said, just DM'd no, they, me for a spot all, on like, my next show. <laughs> Like a lot of like a lot of first names are Roosevelt. Like they all named them. They moved and then like were like 
we're presidents now. Sure. So there's sure. a whole lot of sure. Sure. just being named of after founding fathers and shit, and that stuck the whole That's time. That's amazing. Uh, 1980, Samuel Doe seized the presidency of Liberia in a coup. Um, so, so the Doe... He doe done it again. <laughs> uh, he had a. Uh, a deer, a he was. Uh, okay. Ray. A drop of gold inside. He was a monster. He's heartbroken, dude. We got to give this one to her. Me. A name. I call myself. Because <laughs> a man left me. So I buy myself. So, a needle-pulling thread. <laughs> Actually, that's so funny. <laughs> Musicals, there you just break down that you're having a terrible breakup in the middle and then go right back in. Oh, I'm sorry. So, Liberia's this kicking. It's Halloween. This is Halloween. <laughs> That's the only musical I could think of. Um, okay, so then uh, on Christmas Eve 1989, Charles Taylor, a former Liberian government official, invaded from the Ivory Coast with 100 soldiers, and the country plunged into civil war. 100 soldiers. Ooh. That's like, we've, we've gotten almost that many in our shows. <laughs> with the attendance the of one of our shows, like, we could take over Liberia. <laughs> Yo, they are losing in risk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they never played Civilization Five. Clearly, <laughs> my big Civ Five heads out there. <laughs> Civ Five heads. <laughs> um, there was a ceasefire in 1996, and Taylor was elected the next year. But good year. I, it was probably it good was one. like a, probably a real loose election. Like uh, uh, Samuel Doe was accused of. Uh, Accused of he he did he he would burn his opponent's ballots. Burning that Why he even allowed (laughs) opponents? I don't. Also, the way that he would burn his opponents and then waited a second and was like ballots. I was like, he was just straight up (laughs) setting people on fire that ran against him. Also, see, my thought when my brain jumped to like a burn book. Like, he's just making, like, sick digs at all of his opponents. Like, Charles Taylor is a slut. (laughs) Charles Taylor doesn't sweat that much for a fat guy. (laughs) Oh, man. Honestly, this seems like the yeast of his problems. I hate you. I hate you. I just hope he will rise. (laughs) I need better jokes. (laughs) Now, um, in 1999, another rebel group... You're not listening. Yeah, you're listening. In 1995, another rebel group. 1999. Okay, well... Listen. It was 1999, another rebel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you talk. My hair was long. <laughs> and I am so heartbroken. Please take me back, Michelle. <laughs> That wasn't even a laugh, that was a cry. For help. 
1999, another rebel group invaded from Guinea, sparking a second conflict, which lasted until Taylor was ousted in 2003. Good pigs. So between 1989 and 2003, the war, the civil war, killed 250,000 people, displaced one million, and led to one in five children becoming soldiers. Fuck. So like a little more than 100, right? Like, yeah. like how many more? Like two or three? What? <laughs> Can we have a moment of yeet for those with the lives lost? Yeet. Thank you. Did not just do that. <laughs> We're an internet culture podcast. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, one in five were soldiers? Children, yes. Chil- like, like... One in five children in the, in the whole country, residents of the country... Jesus Christ. Have you soldiers. ever met children? Those must have been the worst soldiers. <laughs> Those soldiers must have been awful at being soldiers. Yo, dude. why do they keep doing the floss dance? <laughs> <laughs> these, these soldiers all have fidget spinners. <laughs> That's so fucking... Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. The soldiers man. keep telling me to make a sandwich on PlayStation. <laughs> These soldiers, uh, they came to my house. They told me I had to move. I just distracted them with holographic Yu-Gi-Oh cards. (laughs) During the 90s, most of Liberia was controlled by rival militias. In the bush, they battled for control of diamond fields and gold mines. In Monrovia, they fought gun battles in the streets. Reporting to the militia leaders were dozens of rebel commanders, many of whom also adopted outlandish like names. Outlandish names. Oh, okay. Serum. These are some good screen names. Yes. Chuck Norris. <laughs> oh, oh. So these are just taken directly. Chuck Norris. I'm Detective Pikachu. <laughs> this, this is my diamond field. Mitch, if you could take anyone's name right now, who would it be? You have to keep it. Go. Mickey Rourke. <laughs> the fearsome Mickey Rourke, um, most feared militia leaders in all the bush. One foot devil. Whoa! Now him, I'm into one foot devil Yo. because what happened to that other foot? Where that other foot though? General Mosquito. Whoa! Does he suck people's blood? And his nemesis? No. General Mosquito Spray. You're joking. You're kidding you're, me. You're, 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 kidding you're joking. Me. That's a good pro. Those are you're good joking. pro wrestlers. You're joking. General Mosquito. And he's like a bad guy from the military that sucks people's blood. And then General Mosquito spray yeah, has no, a mouthful of poison. Up, and and I straight up, that was sourced from either Daily Mail or the New Yorker. Like, yeah, dude. Fuck. Dude, mosquito spray. General mosquito spray. I think the U.S. government needs to adopt cooler nicknames. Yes. I am uh, General Miller Time. (laughs) I'm General uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee. That's amazing. I'm General Town and Country. Town and Country. (laughs) So that was just the backstory. Uh, what we're going to do is focus on one of those generals today. Um, so you're just giving us like a general idea? Yeah, I just wanted to, you know, let you know like general the setting, Roto-Rooter. what's going on <laughs> at the time. That was a very good joke. <laughs> so, Joshua Milton Blahey was born on September. Wait, what was th- that? 
Joshua Milton Blahey. I don't. I'm okay. probably mispronouncing the last that. name. He did not choose that. Yeah, Milton's that's like a that's, strong. That's what name. I said. They all have like they all have like names of founding fathers or just like strong white dude names. My my favorite thing about the name Milton is that when you say it, your your mouth tastes like a Werther's original. <laughs> You say Milton. You get a Milton. Little, you get a set. You get a second of caramel. I get a, I, it's comfy to say. It it's comfy. Yeah, it's like sliding into something that was knit My, just for you. Um, also, powerful white dude names love it. Like Chad Bradford. Funny enough, I didn't even think about this. My uh, great grandfather. My <laughs> great grandfather, grandfather, and uncle were all named Ralph Milton Holloman. What? Ralph Milton Holloman. Yes, senior, that, junior, and the third. That guy owns a dry goods store. <laughs> <laughs> he sold nails out of the back of his truck. Human or dog? <laughs> Human or dog? <laughs> Joke of the fucking pod. Joke of the pot, I'll give you that one. You or dog. You, you earned that one. You earned. I'm not even saying that. and I'm not even sad about saying that, honestly. So Joshua Milton Blahey was born. <laughs> curbed me. The secrets will follow Holloman into the ground. <laughs> born on September 30th. 1971. A member of the Sarpo tribe in Liberia, he was initiated as a tribal priest at age 11. On the orders as of a priest. Yes. Wow. It was 1971. <laughs> <laughs> initiated as a priest. I was somewhere between. Oh, uh, Kate. <laughs> Kate, I miss you. <laughs> Kate, I need you, Kate. <laughs> On the orders of elders, he was conceived and taken from his mother minutes after birth. Aged seven, his father handed him to the elders, who tutored him in the rituals yeah, as of if priesthood. It wasn't, as if it was the baby's idea. <laughs> he sees the mom and he's like, oh, maybe not. Can, we, can we talk about her? <laughs> can, we talk? <laughs> can we talk about I'm just not sure what she's bringing to the table. <laughs> Been in that stomach, not fun. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you, I've been around this bitch for a minute. <laughs> Do you have maybe like a tribe I could join? Uh, he was handed to the elders at age seven, who tutored him in the rituals of the priesthood. When he was initiated, he became a powerful figure, as every tribesman now bowed to him. Damn, and he's 11. He's 11. I would never bow to an 11-year-old. Uh, there are a couple I would. (laughs) (laughs) Name one. Uh, there's this kid on Instagram named Joel Sings the 80s, and he's this little kid who will go in the subway in New York and sing like Billy Joel songs. (laughs) Okay, take (laughs) it back. And he sells it so hard. Like, he's, he's such a natural board performer, and he's so into it that I will get lost watching Joel Loves the 80s videos. Yo, can we get uh, a guest on this podcast? I doubt it. <laughs> There's also another kid from uh, Instagram that I really like, whose name I can't totally remember, but I would still bow to him as a god. Uh, he's just this little Italian kid who like loves food. And uh, New York Nico posted him because he New York Nico was like, describe the sandwich. He was like, let me tell you about the sandwich. This sa-. And this kid's like 10. He's like, this sandwich is like having a friend. This sandwich is like having a friend that loves you. 
Like, let me, let me, let me take you back. Let me take you back. Let me show you the man who makes these sandwiches. How much passion he puts into this. And he like <laughs> takes the guy into the back. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's the so best. Much funnier when you think of it as a little it's kid. It's so good. I actually, if you don't mind, uh, this uh, brings something to my mind because we're about to get into some dark shit. I would love to just do. For my own sanity, a little palate cleanser that I've been saving for yeah. a minute. Oh yeah, let's uh, let's do our palate cleanser song this for the is, palate uh, cleanser. Palate cleanser. <laughs> <laughs> it was 2019. <laughs> <laughs> my hair was long. <laughs> so this is come uh, back to me, George. <laughs> This is an Instagram account called uh, Jumping Like a Horse. <laughs> now we need we rehash my feelings about horses and their, <laughs> and their dumb finger legs. I can't handle it. So I'm just going to go ahead and show it to you, and I guess I'll let you describe it. Yeah, I'll, we'll, um, we'll, we'll describe it. So Mitch is walking over here. He's wearing a great Dwayne The Rock Johnson t-shirt. And, uh, okay. Oh, boy. <coughs> this is a woman. Jumping. Seems to have a great amount of athletic ability. Who is oh jumping God. over things in her seemingly beautiful apartment, beautiful like a horse? Form. And she's really a beautiful woman too, uh, with a literally an expert form. Okay, I think she might be a computer-generated animation. She has. There's no way she can jump like that. That's wild. Yo, she's like a diver. She looks like she's She diving. like literally has like so much lower body strength to be able to do this though. Like it's actually really impressive. Can we remake this video? <laughs> you can't do it. Yeah. Look, I got mad hops. I've been I've been told there's a movie called White Guys Can't Jump. Went no one never watched it. Don't believe that. <laughs> Because if you ever seen me, you'd be like, damn, movie's wrong. <laughs> movie's wrong. I'll watch wrong movies. <laughs> so. <laughs> You're a shell. You're such a hurt woman. Chris we'll jump back into our story he now. Me a shell. A shell, but an empty, cold shell. <laughs> Men all game, and I always lose. <laughs> So the Kron elders select leaders based on physical prowess rather than birthright. Interesting. So if you can do like the most chin-ups, you are king? Well. Because actually if I gave, like if you gave people in life the most physical prowess, like decision-making <laughs> skills, bad idea. Real bad Real idea. Real bad idea. Bill Gates would be uh, wiping floors. <laughs> Or he'd be shredded. <laughs> <laughs> he would just be built a shredded Bill Gates. Dude, Bill, hot. Bill Gates would just fucking Iron Man's body. <laughs> or sorry, Captain America's body. Iron, Iron Man? Man's body. Wait, hold on. Now that's cool. Hold on. That fuck. Iron Man Bill Gates. The only problem with an Iron Man Bill Gates is that it runs on Windows. <laughs> the selection process takes place through an annual fight. Oh, so this is this is like fucking Black Panther. It's Quote, the traditional fight was a no-holds-barred affair. The eventual victor was allowed to kill and maim to show his strength. Yeah! Oh, I'm Good so in. 
The strongest or last man standing after the bloody contest will take over the birthright and the headship of the tribe. Fuck. This is amazing. How are I mean, okay? I've always wondered this, right? Yeah. Like I know that there's like usually like somebody really dominant's gonna take it, and then that's fine. But like, mm. how are people not constantly challenging, and then the tribe is just one guy? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like after three months, <laughs> that's so funny. Anytime somebody makes a decision, like four people don't agree with, it's like mm, we're gonna do a challenge on that one. I'll fight you to the death on that one. Also, wasn't the eleven-year-old like a big figure at the time? Was he having? To fight people was there just like an 11 year old train oh fight? no no no! it's children fighting what that's what the annual fight is it's literally children it's children fighting to like become the next fucking whole tribe like tribes leader i can't tell if i'm really into it or really against now it. this well, is well i'm definitely against it no that doesn't i'm mean, definitely into that doesn't it. mean i wouldn't buy the pay-per-view <laughs> Yeah, you know, like like when you watch like serial killer like documentaries. Yeah, it's not like you're on their side. I'm not on most of their sides. But... <laughs> Can you be on their sides about Kim something? Kardashian should free Gypsy Rose? She okay. could do it, and she doesn't. She that's true though. She could. It's true. That's she true. Why her. doesn't she? Free Gypsy Rose. Free Gypsy Rose. Also, if I got to re-choose my name, Gypsy Rose. Also, Gypsy, if you're listening to this, please, we'd love to have you on. Oh, my God, Gypsy Rose. If we could get you on a podcast and tell you what the real truth behind Neopets is. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, she probably never got to play Neopets. No, she she did. Okay. It was that time. She, had a, she was texting and stuff. Against the sound of a drumbeat, Joshua is taken yeah. to an isolated area. Boom, boom, boom. Led what, by what if, it, what, if it, what if it's the song from Madagascar? <laughs> also, nothing, nothing good has ever happened to the sound of a drum beat. Boom, boom, boom! Let me hear you say, "Whale, whale!" Boom, boom, boom! Let me hear you say, "Whale." He's so <laughs> off the actual tune. He said, "It's so good." He said, "Way up!" Boom, 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 way up! Way up! Gracie gives off the vibes of the girl in that video so hard. Yeah, dude, Gracie's. I wish you guys could see the, sh- the tears streaming down Gracie's face right now. I can't believe she allowed us to record while she's like literally in the throes of a heartbreak. And I shouldn't be laughing, but it's so insane. <laughs> it was hard to get out of bed this morning. <laughs> All I can see is the image of my lover. <laughs> my past lover. Oh, just looking back in the wake of everything that happened to you. <laughs> what was the noise? That I don't know. She made emitted from her fucking it body. Sounded, it sounded like you sucked like you, you, you sucked the last bit of life out of a bat. <laughs> Grace and I were sitting on the same couch and Grace leapt off the couch onto a concrete floor. She's kind of rolling around with the microphone breathing loudly into it. 
Well, no, we need. We want to hear the laughs, Bal. <laughs> Joshua is led by a man in a black carved mask. He stands before an altar, naked. The elders, hell yeah, hanging down. <laughs> the elders Wait, bring he's in wearing just a black mask. <laughs> Oh, well, no. That makes it so much better. Well, no, there's a dude, like, in a black mask. Uh, Joshua was just naked, like, chilling oh. naked. Uh, the elders. Are there, there any vids? <laughs> Big pics or vids? Send, send, send mask pics. Oh, don't you hate when you get an unsolicited mask pic? Is there a, pre- is there a premium snap of this? <laughs> Uh, no, again, he's 11 right now. Oh, sure. So the elders Sorry. bring in a little girl, Oof. unclothe <laughs> Oof. her. Keep forgetting about that. <laughs> <laughs> Keep getting deep in a riff. Keep forgetting about that. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> See, I think the reason I had a moral quandary about it was because I knew what you would do with it. Right. Well, he knew we had to do it to him, as we said. Oh, yeah. Both us and Drake, when you find out they're 11. <laughs> Oof. Oh, man. Honestly, if they don't want us to make weird jokes, they should have such sexy rituals. <laughs> there is a oof. <laughs> there is a oof. <laughs> oof. The elders bring in a little girl. And smear her body with clay. Uh-oh. Okay. I'm glad they said clay. Okay. I'm also glad you reminded us about the 11-year-old thing before that part. Yeah. Because <laughs> that, that could have real sentence. bad. Joshua slays her. 25 minutes of stand-up comedy. <laughs> like, you ain't Slay. never heard the real child soldiers of comedy tour. <laughs> <laughs> with General Stinkfoot. General Stinkfoot. <laughs> General Mosquito Spray. <laughs> In a ritual. Featuring Gypsy Rose. Featuring Gypsy Rose. And Adam Ray. <laughs> In a ritual that spans three days, her heart and EDC. other body parts. Her heart and other body parts are removed and eaten. EDC! (laughs) Weekend 2 is where it really gets good, though. I've heard about Burning Man, but Eating Man? No. Bad. (laughs) And I thought I was the broken woman. (laughs) It's true. I'm a broken woman. In the course... Uh, That that little girl was really a broken woman. By the end there, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Some assembly required. Oof. (laughs) Now, over the course of these three days, Joshua receives a vision. Nyanbe Awe, a higher deity to the Kron people, tells him he will become a great warrior. Nyanbe Awe tells him that to increase his power, he must continue the rituals of child sacrifice and cannibalism. I think he talked Can He I? talked to the god with his mouth full. The god's like, please, come on, I'm a higher deity here. <laughs> and he has some respect. Now, take, the, take the mask off. <laughs> Put some clothes on. Yeah, it's weird that you're naked. 
I never said no that. No one asked for that. No one asked sure, for that. Sure, I asked you to eat the woman, but yeah. like... Yeah, you, know, you gotta you cover know. the girl in clay and eat her, because that's what we're into, but... Yeah, but like... <laughs> we're, also into, we're also into corduroy. <laughs> we're also into blended fabrics. Ever heard of polyester, bud? Come on, it's 1999. It was not. It was 1982. At Get this some point. jankos. Get some jankos. Get some parachute uh, pants. No, it was actually 1982 parachute at this point. Parachute pants, okay. my favorite. And so uh, Samuel Doe is uh, the president, and he was apparently uh, also a member of this same tribe. And because of this, Joshua uh, was his high priest as well, and uh, remembers performing black magic rituals at the presidential palace to protect Samuel Doe from enemies. So he would be whispering in the president's ear and, uh, you know, uh, performing rituals to protect him. Damn. So he was like, he was like Shao Kahn's sorcerer in Mortal Kombat. This time. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Uh. Sure. Man, when, when Johnny Cage sacrificed himself for Sonya Blade, I felt heartbroken as crazy. <laughs> he I have nothing to say. He, lear- he learned to care about her, and through that, learned to care about anybody but himself. Johnny Cage. Is he a cold-hearted woman? No, Sonny Blade. Well, I mean, she cared about her job a lot. She has special forces. It was a punch. <laughs> I like how you're whispering into the microphone. Yeah, I just feel like it's no, real. It's where things well, it's Mortal Kombat talk on the podcast. <laughs> Hi, welcome back to Mortal Kombat <laughs> talk. It's a podcast on our podcast. <laughs> It's a podcast in, within a podcast. Like my squad. So, I did have difficulty finding a clear picture of what happened between 1982 and uh, the early 1990s for Joshua, but... Uh, you start eating one girl, and then it's a haze. <laughs> you get stuck in an eight-year haze. But at a certain thing. point, he also... Uh, during this time of civil unrest and civil war, uh, since he was, uh, you know, working in direct contact with Samuel Doe, the president, so began he's, so leading Samuel his Doe's own. the president of Liberia, and he's like the leader of one of these like small tribes yes. that owns an area. Yes. So he's like a governor. So it's not, but it's not like the president. Essentially, but, but he's, like, he's the like, president. But he's like the boy blood governor of California. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. That's. Um. <laughs> That's going to be the episode title, The Boy Blood Governor of awesome. Liberia. Dress for the job you want. <laughs> yeah, the boy yeah. blood guy. Na- dress, dress naked in a mask well, <laughs> for the job you want. Me walking around naked in a mask. It's funny that dress you guys... Dress for the job you want. <laughs> if I could... Uh, Liberia is a game and I never lose. <laughs> If you guys listen back to this podcast, there's just so much of me struggling to so like I know, jump sorry. in on this. No, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's just it's like I'm two parents my... having a conversation, and the little kid like, hey, 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 guys, but what? But could I? But 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 could I? So at a certain point, he uh, uh, started leading his own uh, army of child soldiers. 
even younger. And well, no, this is now uh, some they're time five. <laughs> they're killers. I believe he was. He's around nineteen now. Uh, oh, he's yeah. like 19? in. Yeah. He's like between nineteen and twenty-three. Now, so like now I said, camp I did age. have trouble. <laughs> I had trouble finding a clear picture of what happened in between those years, but seemingly he was just like chilling eating, with the president. Eating, um, eating bitches. Yeah. Well, he did practice once every once a month. He had to sacrifice a child. That was, you know, what Nyan Bayoue commanded. <laughs> yeah, I thought once a month was hard for a woman beforehand. <laughs> But imagine getting sacrificed. What? It's a heavy flow month. <laughs> oh no! If you could just uh, aim your period right onto this altar that we have. <laughs> aim your period. Ready? Aim. Aim. Fire. <laughs> Uh, women are like ketchup dispensers in and out, right? Ew, ew, <laughs> With the little cups. Ew, ew. <laughs> right? Am I wrong? Am I off face here? Men are demons. Men are trash. Women are ketchup dispensers. <laughs> the two genders. The two genders. Trash and ketchup dispensers. <laughs> the two true elements. So... Uh, in the early 90s, like I said, we've established his age. Uh, Play was only active for about three years uh, as a warlord. Okay. Hell yes. Okay. okay. During I, these three years. Is it too late to, to like pivot <laughs> for me? You think? Like, I'm definitely like. I think about that where it's like definitely too late in my life <clears throat> to be any kind of like gymnast or athlete or professional musician, but Lord. Warlord. Instead of Kyle the Comedian, it's Kyle the Warlord. Kyle the Warlord. I'm just trying to get booked, man. <laughs> I just Take over some of these countries. <laughs> uh, he led several dozen child soldiers. And of course, all of these uh, you know, new generals had names. Bulbasaur, Ivasaur, Venusaur, <laughs> and Joshua would, Joshua would go, and he's still known by this popularly, uh, by General Butt Naked. Yeah! Holy shit! Yeah! What a what a like a what a like yes. what like that's like a kid I've like babysat before. I'm General Butt Naked. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Okay. I am. That is a name, first of all, that would get pulled out of the bucket at Kill Tony. <laughs> General. Ah, uh, this this should be fun. Ah, <laughs> uh, General Butt Naked. <laughs> what is it? Fish versus what is that? Goat versus. Goat versus not fish. Even, no, we're not even gonna say that. We're not even gonna. Podcast. <laughs> he would enter battle God. wearing only tennis shoes. Dude, and a dick sheath. <laughs> Otherwise, totally butt naked. Now, I guess now is as good a time as any. Was he wearing socks? Yes. Okay. Just he was wearing socks. But not like two totally. Puma socks, like good ones. Good ones. <laughs> good ones. Good socks. <laughs> no, this you guys want to go ahead and take a look? Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. He's a, st- first of all, stallion. Wait, is he old? 
Oh my uh, no, God. this was when he was, like I said, between like 19 and 23. Okay, the, no, I the, just want to make sure I'm not looking at the 11-year-old picture, The picture hurts. that Mitch just showed me is of a ripped man uh, hanging off of a chain link fence. Hanging off of a chain link fence holding this. a machine gun. He has like a childish Gambino body type. Like it's like natural muscle, but it's very good. There must say... Yo, you know you eat that lean war, meat, you get a lean. War daddy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a snack lord. He's a snack lord. He's kind of a snack lord. <laughs> Do I sense a new lover? Damn, I'd Liberia down on that bad boy. <laughs> Bring me up a piece of that. Mm, well, now, what did you say about Bush earlier? <laughs> Bush. Now, his uh, army of child soldiers were referred to as the Naked Base Commandos or the Butt Naked Brigade. Yo. Yo was that because Naked Brothers Band was already taken? <laughs> Crazy car. <laughs> Dude, that is fucking some of the best branding. Like, I, they could go on tour for sure. Oh, I want to know who who does their social media. But Naked Brigade reminds me of Butt Ugly Martians. Like, it's that good. Oh, of my like, God. I miss that show. I'm Yeah, me too. Holy I, fuck. I, uh, Dude, I love that. They're, they're now honestly should rule the world. <laughs> like their commander, they often entered battle in nothing but shoes and magic charms. Okay, uh oh, are you about to? What's what are we about to see here? Because <laughs> you're swiping to a picture on your phone, and Wait. I'm worried because these are children. Wait, magic charms? Did you say? Yes. Now the reason is uh, they believed. Uh, specifically stemmed from General Butt Naked himself. Of course, that of course. This nakedness was a source of protection from bullets. Whoa! Oh. He, I, I mean, most people who get shot are wearing clothes. Yeah. I love a good bulletproof birthday suit. Me. Honestly, what if bullets just like clothes? <laughs> hold on, hold on. What if this whole time? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This whole time. Mm-hmm. Clothes were the reason. Guns don't kill people. Guns kill clothes. <laughs> Guns don't kill people. Clothes do. <laughs> yeah, ban clothes. Bump stocks and clothes. Bump stocks and button downs. That's my alt-right comedy show. <laughs> Bump stocks and button downs and... I can't wait to see how many beards perform on that fucking uh, show. Uh, Yayo Taco, <laughs> you guys, come on down. Uh, they would regularly sacrifice a victim before battle. Quote, usually it was a small child, someone whose fresh blood would satisfy the devil. General Butt Naked claimed to a South African star reporter. See, I keep, I keep loving this dude's branding, and then I'm a little hung up on the message. Yeah. <laughs> Just when they had me, I'm gone. Yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple practices that maybe I'm not the biggest fan of. Like, do I get where they're coming from? Totally. Sure. Hey, if I'm sure. going into a battle and I'm naked, do I want the devil on my side? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. If you asked me, hey, we have a surefire way to know that the devil will be on your side <laughs> in this. Kind of a big deal. Kind of a big get. We get stoked over headliners doing our shows. Like, think about like, hey, we were talking to the we were talking to the devil. He's down. Um, he's gonna need a couple things though. He has kind of a 
dark sense of humor. He hates clothes. <laughs> hates clothes. Apparently, that's like a big thing with bullets or whatever. Dude, is that <laughs> is that why they have that Vegas lingerie show? The devil was just straight up like, here's the thing. I'm in no clothes. No clothes. Uh, General Butt Naked claimed to a South African star reporter uh, of an account of a typical battle. This is a quote. No, no, no. So, before leading my troops into battle, we would get drunk and drugged up, sacrifice a local teenager, drink the blood, then strip down to our shoes and go into battle wearing colorful wigs and carrying imaginary purses we'd looted from civilians. That happened in Vietnam, too. Now, the part I'm really hung up on is imaginary purses. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Read that again. Wait, read that again. I missed it. Uh, sacrifice a local teenager, drink the blood, strip down to our shoes, and go blink one eighty two lyrics, and go into battle wearing colorful wigs and carrying imaginary purses we'd looted from civilians. This is some um, crazy tactics they have. This is imaginary purses we looted from civilians, which I like the idea of they it go. It just up sounds to, like Hook. They go like up to the m- scene where they're pretending to fucking eat food. Ugh. Yeah. Like they go up to you mug gotta someone. believe Peter. They go they go to mug somebody right, and he's like, "Give me your wallet." And you pull out your wallet, and he's like, "Not that one." <laughs> I just want to know if they were like looking through the imaginary wallets and was like, hmm, "A picture of their kid." They all they all just graduated UCB one hundred and one, and they're working on their object work. <laughs> Yes, and we eat teenagers. Use your improv wallet. Your improv wallet. Oh, this is a continuation of the quote. We'd slaughter anyone we saw, chop their heads off, and use them as soccer balls. We were nude, fearless. That soccer ball, though. Like, that's not going to be regulation. <laughs> yeah. We were nude, fearless, drunk, yet... St- <laughs> we were nude, strategic... Nude, fearless, drunk, yet strategic. We killed Nude, fearless, drunk, yet strategic. <laughs> Me. Yeah, I need that as the t-shirt for Gracie's comedy shows that she sells afterwards. That's, that's Gracie trying to hook up with a dude. Who doesn't know him in love Young, with him. Young, dumb, strategic. <laughs> and nude. <laughs> oh, I need that as a tat. Love my Tinder bio. Actually, I'm gonna change that right change now. Change that right now. Do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> to quote General Butt Naked. <laughs> my senior quote. I'm literally doing it right now. Oh, Go on. Uh, General Butt Naked also purported that during this period he had quote magical powers that made him invisible. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. And a, hey, because if he's right, you wouldn't know. You can see. And a special power to capture a town single-handedly, then call in his troops afterwards to clean up. Whoa! Shit, I would hate to be that cleanup crew. Come I bet. I bet this guy is fun to talk to. <laughs> One on one, I bet he's real chill. I mean, when he's not eating you, you're like, you know. Yeah, if you're awake for most of it, it's probably pretty cool. <laughs> the Butt Naked Brigade had a sideline in drug, weapons, and diamond dealing. 
The Liberian coast was used as a drop-off point by Mexican drug cartels. The general's men would do trades. Quote, I was not giving cocaine for arms. I was giving gold and diamonds for arms and cocaine. According to some accounts, the general mashed cocaine into his troops' food. Jesus Christ, yes. So coked out people with fake purses. Wearing wigs. The wigs are real. Yes. (laughs) Welcome back to Liberia where the the purses are made up and the wigs don't matter. (laughs) He mashed cocaine into their food and showed them Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. Dude, this dude rules. I'm sorry, I'm back in. He keeps cutting people's heads off and playing soccer, but the rest of the time he rules. (laughs) This, like, what dude, if, this dude would be the king of New Jersey. <laughs> like if, he this, moved, if he moved anywhere trashy, this guy would run Vegas. <laughs> General butt naked. Now, it's actually like really terrifying, the reason for this. He would get them coked, like children coked up and show them these violent movies. And the reason was to demonstrate that war was just an act, he said. I tried to uproot the fear of death. So he would put it in these big thematic ways and make them, you know, it, it was... Good riff, great bit, but like it, it's dark, bro. So kind of rule. Objectively, all of this was over the course of again three years. This was only three years that he was active as general, but naked. Damn, it took them fourteen to make Incredibles two. <laughs> <laughs> It was the summer of 1996. My hair was long. My wig was long. (laughs) My wig was long. My purse was not there. (laughs) Drinking blood outside. (laughs) Mashing coke up in the food to my favorite song. Playing soccer with some school. <laughs> Do we know what music he was into? <laughs> <laughs> My baby don't mess around because it don't be so as I know for sure. Because if he wasn't. <laughs> as he's just hacky sacking ahead. I'm on it. Yeah, you know I'm on it. <laughs> Like Fergie in the Pump It video. <laughs> You're my sugar fly, baby. You're my butterfly, sugar, baby. Baby, will you be my... <laughs> I would love it if this dude's fucking naked, just like eating somebody's like liver. He's like, you're my butterfly, sugar, baby. Wait, did he have a girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> Is he on Tinder? He is now. Yeah, set your location to Liberia. <laughs> so it was 1996. Butt Naked Brigade were caught up in a ferocious battle. It was decided that a sacrifice was needed. Obviously. Uh, I think the devil got As bored. the rockets rained down. Oh, yeah. And they were using straight up fucking rockets. Like, well, yeah, most of the photos of this are just like kids holding RPGs. Holy like, shit. It's wild. So, a mother 
brought her three-year-old daughter to him. Oh, my God. Something about the child struck the pitiless general, and for the first time in his life, he hesitated. Whoa. This is a quote. The child was very unusually beautiful and kind. Most okay. of the children are, bought, are brought to me by the elders. They're crying. They're fighting. This child was peaceful, he recalls. I thought, this child must not die. I struggled. Of all the thousands that I killed, I wish I did not kill that little girl. I was about to say. <laughs> right after killing her, I had my epiphany. So he did kill that little girl. Well, okay. The classic, classic. Mm, maybe not. Shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Also, I just like the idea of him sparing the beautiful girl and the devil being like, can you stop sacrificing more hot kids? (laughs) (laughs) The devil's just like, you should see some of the weirdos down here. Oof. Can I say oof? Can I say oof? (laughs) I'm trying to fucking crash a Disney plane or something. Well, and see, there was actually, um, <laughs> sorry, there's an update on Gracie's heartbreak. Oh, she God. just got a text from the man that broke up my heart. <laughs> Go on. Uh, but there was, I, I do remember something, I, I think it was something that I watched about this a while ago, but, uh, he said that oftentimes, uh, before he was like, when he was outside of a village that he was about to take, uh, oftentimes a family would come and bring their child to him as a sacrifice in the hopes that he would spare the rest of the village. So God. you have to think like if you're just like if you're sacrificing a child, you're not going to give him like your first round pick. Like, <laughs> no, you try to, you you're going to give him one of the shitty kids. Really good kids for a while. <laughs> you know, try to burn a couple of the losers. <laughs> hey, you know the one with the weird eye twitch. Put him in. Who's your sixth round draft pick for kid? <laughs> for sacrificing a kid. Now, he claims he saw... Casting call. Casting call. All right, Slate. <laughs> Go ahead and slate your name. Go ahead and scream for Do you have a representation? Okay. Very good. He claims he saw a white light in the shape of a man. A voice told him, repent and live or refuse and die. He believes it was Christ. The impact was immediate. From that day, the killing, sacrifices, and cannibalism ended. And he, saw, he saw the Tupac hologram. <laughs> Those sound like Tupac lyrics. Repent and live. Um, Mitch, the story's going great. I'm going to have to have you guys finish so I can catch my flight. Um, I know. Love you guys. But this is a great story, so I don't okay, want you to guys. cut off now. So they're going to have we're, to riff with each no, other. We're not far from the end, but like, do you got to go? I mean, it's... How it's, many minutes do you have? My flight is at 2.45. It's 1.40. It's the smallest airport in the world, Grace. Four, it takes five, two five minutes five to get through can security. Can we wrap up quickly? Yeah, we can do this in 10 for sure. In 10? Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Cool. Okay. Uh, She's back. <laughs> She's back, bitch. Uh, but he entered a period of turmoil that led his men to believe he had gone mad. Within months, he'd left the butt-naked this, brigade. This was what made them think. <laughs> Up to this point, he'd been Hold super on. coherent. Hold on. 
He's not Did himself. Did he sacrifice a hot kid? <laughs> he's not killing hot kids anymore. He's not playing head soccer with the boys. It's like he's not even himself. <laughs> Yo, I'm starting to think General Soy Sauce Burrito might be the better pick. <laughs> Within months, he had left the butt-naked brigade, and by the end of September 1996, he was baptized in the sea near Monrovia. Did God Yoko Ono the butt-naked brigade? <laughs> Did God Yoko Ono? Yo, he straight up got baptized? After he quit fighting, leaving his child soldiers to fend for themselves. Many of them are bitter to this day, though. Uh, yeah, they're crazy cokeheads. <laughs> I'd be bitter too. <laughs> also, that's a hot take. Child soldiers, crazy cokeheads. You, coke you heard it here first from Grace Todd. <laughs> May I say oof? <laughs> Guys, she'll be at the Burbank Airport two forty-five. Headlighting. Headlighting. Headlighting the Burbank Airport. <laughs> Guarantee you won't be the biggest name of the Burbank Airport at 245. He began sleeping on a pew in a nearby church. The pastor there gathered his congregation, and they asked God to strip Blahey of his demonic powers. The next day... I was about to say, and left because he's a crazy murderer. And also, strip him. He's not wearing any clothes. <laughs> the next day... Blahey went to see his commanding officer, handing over his weapons and amulets, and said, My new commander is Jesus Christ. Oh, shit! Oh, shit! He's naked, but it still took him 25 minutes to take out all the guns and amulets <laughs> that he had hidden on his body. They were all in his fake purse. Yeah. <laughs> also, also, the next time someone offers me weed at a show, I'm going to say, My commander is Jesus Christ. <laughs> After his conversion, he lived in Monrovia in a shabby apartment. First, he worked as a bodyguard for a bank official. Then, he sold cassettes of his sermons hey, on the street. you heard the crazy stories your bodyguard has been telling everybody? <laughs> they can't be real, right? He's a great bodyguard. He doesn't wear any clothes, but the bullets are not piercing him, dude. I mean, he, he really puts the body in bodyguard. <laughs> He's, you should see that guy's wig collection. It's nuts. <laughs> He's commando in chief. <laughs> After this... Jesus is his commando. <laughs> After this, he sold cassettes of his sermons on the street. His theological message was simple and personal. If God can save me, he can save you too. How many... There were thousands of people who were asked if they wanted to buy a mixtape <laughs> by a fucking warlord... <laughs> Imagine, are there? Does anybody have this cassette? Not as far as I know. Oh, somebody you, in the world has it. Somebody in the world fucking has it. Can you imagine how awkward it was the first time he sacrificed someone for Jesus and found out that's like not a thing he does? Yeah, Jesus appears. He's like, "Whoa, dude, Whoa. <laughs> not me. Not even the hot one." Yeah, <laughs> dude, this is a six at best. <laughs> if you really want to get in with me, you got to find some of that John Benet. You feel me? <laughs> now. Uh, General Butt Naked recalls how uh, this is after his conversion. You know, he's he's been a religious, a holy he's a man good guy for a now. number of years. My favorite thing about God is how he's just cool with everything. If you go, my be, <laughs> hey, that's soccer we play, my be, <laughs> my be, bro. 
Uh, he recalls how when traveling in Nigeria, he helped the police bust a ring of street vendors who sold human flesh on a stick under another name. Due to his expertise in distinguishing this was the... where? F- Nigeria. Okay. Due to his expertise in distinguishing, distinguishing the flavor now. of his fellow man, yes. the Nigerians employed him as their investigative taste tester. Uh, <laughs> he explained that one new has... New jobs to- eating meat. He did explain. Yo, for beautiful human meat. <laughs> He's like the Andrew Zimmerman. <laughs> and remember, guys, if it looks good, eat it. According to him, you have to remove the seasonings to be absolutely sure. Because yeah. Uh, yeah, a, a good seasoned leg, I can taste. I mean, you put lemon pepper on pretty much anything. And I'm good. <laughs> and it tastes like chicken. Yeah. When he goes out to preach now, he says he sometimes encounters relatives of his victims. He says he feels very bad, so bad, but he insists it was satanic powers that possessed him in the past, and he cannot be held responsible. But he has since expressed willingness to be tried for war crimes at The Hague in the Netherlands, which is now they they tried uh, Charles Taylor, who was uh, the man who uh, took over from Samuel Doe and like straight murdered the fuck out Samuel Doe. Um, And... He's only, uh, Joshua's only seemed to go before uh, the TRC, which is a council that was formed in Liberia after the Civil War ended. And uh, he's the only one, apparently, who uh, has expressed any sense of remorse uh, out of all the people that they've interviewed. And because of that, uh, they've decided that a a pardon would probably be uh, more healing for the community than to punish him. And another reason The Hague doesn't seem to want to try him is that a lot of his claims uh, are refuted. Now, the only thing that we know for sure is that he definitely led a child army of about 40 to 60 soldiers. And he did terrorize people and he did eat people. But he claims to have killed uh, 20,000 people over the course of three years with his child army. Uh, and also... <laughs> that does seem like a lot. That's like a staple center. I also really like the argument of like him being like, I killed 20,000 people. And they're just like, okay, well, no. Um, uh, no, maybe not. But uh, Maybe a little exaggerated on your resume, you know? And they're like, no, but we had rockets. And, like, mm-hmm. and uh, even you? his claim about... Um, we have proof having been purse. the high priest seems to be questionable. What? Uh, Harrison Shine Shalar, uh, Blahey's half-brother, said he had been unaware of Blahey's life as a priest. As far as Shalar knew, Blahey was merely a rebellious youth. Their mother would give him money to buy food for the family, and he would disappear into the streets of Monrovia for weeks at a time. He left school after the third grade and later sold Kool-Aid and chicken soup at a local market wearing, quote, a purple necktie, purple shirt, purple trousers, and purple shoes so people would recognize him. He then moved on to Wait, drug trafficking and robbery. Wait, is he just a little con man? Yeah, hold on. Did he just... But wait, did he, did he do all of this to get, now, to get he and a his job brother... eating meat? He and his brother... <laughs> I like the, the idea that he's like he's like he's like oh yeah this whole stand definitely human I'll take it home guys oh, yeah. and it's just like really good chicken. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do for a piece of chicken? Now uh, apparently, according to his brother, 
when they were children, they would run scams together. A Nigerian soldier once asked Blahey to help him gain spiritual powers, so Blahey prescribed a witchcraft treatment, an enema. And while the soldier was indisposed, <laughs> his brother stole the soldier's money yeah, while I'm, the guy did an enema. Now listen, I'm going to fill this dude's butt with water. You grab the wallet, the invisible wallet. No, we'll get to those later. For those of you that don't know, Enema is the producer of this podcast. Enema, Enema, that was her MySpace display day. See, uh, a, a scholar, Nikolai Lido, uh, said that uh, Blahey ran merely a platoon. He was a platoon-sized commander. He probably never had more than 40 people under his command. If 200,000 people died during 12 years of fighting. It seems implausible that one platoon of fighters active for about three years was responsible for 10% of the death toll. When proposed to Blahey that evidence for his death count seemed scant, he said, I wish it was nobody at all. I wish it was an overstatement. Hmm. I think this dude's crazy. Yeah. Blahey also... That's what's so nuts, is yeah. I feel like he's totally full of shit, and then you're, you're like, well, you're definitely not totally full of shit. Like, I, I think it's an exaggeration. Blahey like, also think- told a few of his patrons that Steven Spielberg met him in Monrovia and offered him $900,000 right. for the rights to his life story, right. and that he had turned down the offer because the director wanted to temper the religious aspects of his Something biography. Happened to me. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, was, I could believe everything and that, that else. Movie, that movie, E.T., <laughs> you ever notice E.T.'s not wearing any clothes? <laughs> E.T. E. only gets shot once he puts on the hoodie. When E.T.'s phoning home, home is just the devil. So, you know, after uh, they had started the... Uh, after they started the Liberian Truth and Reconciliation Commission... Uh, Blahey returned to Monrovia and volunteered to testify. It's, it really feels like he just wants to spread a rumor that he, like, The baddest people. bitch in Monrovia. <laughs> uh, this is a quote. That was an awful fire. The baddest bitch in Monrovia. The uh, baddest bitch in all. It was a very sensational appearance. Monrovia's a game. His testimony. Uh, this is said by Lauren Beery an expert on conflict resolution from Sierra Leone. Out of the blue, you had Joshua Blahey come in and make himself bigger than he was during the war. What he did was use the TRC to launch his career as a showman and someone who wants to be famous. War famous. Oh, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing else. Say it again. Except for getting a job as someone who is human. meat taster. So is he still alive? Is he doing shows? Is he He's still alive. He uh, can we play is he doing shows? Yeah, can, does, I, does, he doing? Have, does he have dates on his website? He asked. He tried to. I think he raised like half a million dollars to try and uh, rehabilitate uh, child soldiers, many of whom were like he was responsible for. He's started something where he he allows child soldiers and drug addicts to to come and stay. And offers them food and board. So he's seemingly doing things repentant. But he also straight up wrote a book about all this. Most of this, that's where most of this story comes from is his book. Fuck. 
that's you know my sources for this were uh like the daily mail and the new yorker primarily uh but a lot of it like you can find like little excerpts from wow. this book online what's yeah. the name of the book God, let's because I can think of some pretty good names. The man under the clothing, (laughs) beyond the purse, beyond the purse, bulletproof. Go the general butt naked story. The redemption of an African warlord. The Joshua Blahey story, aka General Butt Naked. A.K.A. General Butt Naked Bitch. That's why I need to be brought on stage. <laughs> Kyle Anderson, A.K.A. General Butt Naked. <laughs> Can we mean. use this picture? Is the yeah, yeah. It, it's not, just so we're clear, it's not child porn. No, it's he's a grown man in this <laughs> for sure. We never saw that picture that. Mitchell's gonna I can us. I can he, bring that, that up that he had on his phone. Plugs porn. so that Gracie can get on a plane. Yeah. Oh yeah, Gracie plugs. plugs. Uh, Instagram at gtod three two one. Um, uh, Twitter at grass toad. Uh, plug this show's Instagram, which is extremely internet, and um, we host a show monthly. One with Kyle and I as hosts called Kids in the Yard. One hosted by Mitch. That's produced by me and Sarah. Also, Kids in the Yard is produced by Jamie. Uh, called The Really Very Show. And yeah, Whew, your turn. Yeah, uh, follow uh, Kids in the Yard at Kids in the Yard Show on Instagram. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Kyle Anderson Comedy, or on uh, Twitter at Danger Anderson. I'm at Mitch Holloman on everything. There it is, folks. There you have it. Get butt naked.